you know, most people aren't very uh, healthy. Most people aren't very wealthy and most people aren't very happy. Hmm. So why would I want to think, be, and live like most people? This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results... You're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Bradley Roth. He is the host of the Not Most People podcast. Yes, another podcast host. So you'll have to forgive us. We're going to talk a little bit about podcasts at the beginning of the interview because I'm so interested in in his podcast. But what I want you to take away from it is one of the three themes that I want you to listen closely for. First of all, is that concept of not most people. We talk about where it came from, what it means. I want you to see how it resonates with you, this concept of being not most people not being like most people, if you will. So check that out as you listen to the interview. Two other things that I want you to listen for is when you hear the word balance, I want your ears to perk up. Balance. What does it mean now? We'll talk about that concept. And then finally, number three, we'll talk about starting small. We've talked about that a lot on the show. And of course, it bears repeating because here we are, right? We're still trying to improve and we need to be reminded to keep doing it small, small steps, tiny habits, atomic habits. But Bradley is going to talk about why that is so important. And so I want, I want you to listen closely for that as well. Here is my interview with Bradley Roth. I was an athlete. That was kind of my whole identity. That's who I was. That was what I was focused on. Always very competitive. Okay. Did uh, track basketball and then, you know, got to college. Didn't really like got really into lifting at that point and 
decided to major in exercise science. So I did that, got into the gym kind of CrossFit scene, did some personal training, group coaching, that kind of stuff after college for a while and thought that was going to be basically what I did, like my career. Mm-hmm. And then I was only working part-time. And so I started to look for other ways to kind of make money. I didn't really want to work at another gym. I liked where I was at. It just wasn't enough opportunity there to do things full-time. So yeah. I started looking around and I've always been kind of not your typical employee. Like I I was like, I can't work a a strict nine to five and (laughs) put on like a tie every day or anything like that. So I started looking around and I decided to get my real estate license because that was something that was kind of flexible. I had some control over and then also dabble in network marketing. But as I jumped into those things, I'm still at the gym. I really didn't have any experience in marketing and managing relationships and networking and in sales, like in any of these skills that are needed to do well in those things. Like I basically was just the gym. That's like what I knew. That's who I was. Gotcha. So getting into those things, I started to realize, Oh, wow. Okay. I got to go learn, you know, some basic sales. I got to learn how time management. And so I started reading about marketing entrepreneurship a little bit business, which I had never really had anything to do with growing up. I didn't know a single entrepreneur my whole life. And uh, that just kind of naturally led me into personal development, like mindset stuff. And then as I got more and more into that, this was probably five to seven years ago, like my my mid twenties, early mid twenties. And as I got more and more into personal development and started having all these like light bulb moments, like, wow, I've always thought like society's always kind of said things are supposed to be this way and I always kind of questioned it but then it kind of gave me some confirmation that like maybe the mainstream isn't always right and so as I got into that I started realizing everyone that I considered to be highly successful that I was learning from basically told me like all the opposite that I'd been told my whole life or that I'd heard Mm -hmm. my whole life and so it just kind of I think can't remember exactly when it happened but one day I just thought you know most people aren't very uh healthy most people aren't very wealthy and most people aren't very happy Hmm. so why would I want to think be and live like most people that was just kind of the logical thought process behind it I'm a very logic driven person and so that was kind of like the light bulb moment and then from there Again, I don't know when exactly when it happened, but I had this like not most people idea, just a concept. I didn't know what it was going to be. It was very rough, but it resonated with me. And I actually sat on it for like years. I didn't know kind of what I wanted to do with it. I was afraid to produce any sort of content and it just marinated for a while. I, I started like an Instagram page for it and did a little bit with that because I was into, I was doing social media marketing um, after after leaving the gym and network marketing and stuff, I started my own business doing social media management and all that kind of stuff. And so I, d- I tabled it for a while. And then I got into a mastermind group called RTA Syndicate. And I'd been listening to podcasts um, from some pretty, you know, big names. And I thought that that was basically all who, who podcasted, but I got to this group and all these people that I considered to be like normal people or, you know, non-celebrities had podcasts. 
And so I got invited onto one. The first one went, I don't know, pretty bad. I was pretty nervous. <laughs> my, great, my greatest fear growing up actually was public speaking. Okay. So I was terrified of putting anything out there to the world that was recorded. Like I was very um, insecure kind of about my voice. I felt monotone. I felt dry. I was like, no one, I, I couldn't listen to my own voice played back to me. And that's what kept me for like three years from sure. starting like a YouTube or anything. So kind of crazy. Um, how I much think I totally relate to it. I mean, I, I think that, yeah, anybody, I don't know. I think anybody <laughs> Who, who's ever heard the recording of their own voice can relate to what you're yeah, saying. It's like it, you cringe at first yeah. and it's funny because now I, I don't mind it. You know, it's one of those things yeah. you just kind of got to get used to. But um, so I, so I got it on that one podcast. Didn't go well. I said, man, I don't think it's podcasting is something I'm going to be involved with. And then I got invited to go on another one. I said, all right, I'll try one more. And this one, went much, much better. It was more about mindset and, and entrepreneurship and stuff like that, where the last one was very like marketing focused, which is what I was doing, but I wasn't passionate about. Okay. And so in this one where it's like an hour plus later, still rolling, having a great time. I closed the, or I, I shut the zoom off and I said, okay, not most people is going to be a podcast. Like that's, that's how I'm going to bring it to the world. And so that was towards the end of 2020. I launched a podcast early 2021 and uh, things just kind of like took on a life of their own from there. I had had the concept, like I said, for a few years. Yeah. So I was very clear on who I was speaking to, what it was about. And I had also been working in marketing for a few years. So my branding was pretty decent from the get-go. And so I started getting, you know, all this positive feedback and stuff from it and, um, found myself getting more and more energy from it. And so I, I kind of naturally found myself spending more and more time on that and less and less on marketing services. And then about six months in, I said, you know what, I'm going all in on this and uh, stepping away from that. And from there, it's been, you know, started as a podcast, that's the base of it. But I started my own online community, like Mastermind a couple months back, connecting people who think like not most people, you know, like together people from all over the world. And then I got my first live event coming up in a couple of few weeks, networking. I rented out a venue and um, gonna do a live podcast like in front of the crowd and then apparel coming in a few months and just all these things that are wow. kind of naturally growing and evolving. And like you said, I like to think of it as a movement. And so a lot happening, staying busy, but uh, it's just the beginning. And yeah, it's, it's super exciting, but um Wow. Yeah, the tagline, I guess, to, to tie it together, make it a little clearer, maybe is for those allergic to mediocrity, groupthink, and following the status quo. So a lot of times people hear that and they go, okay, I can resonate with that. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, I, I have a question about that catchphrase. Yeah. How, how do you know if, if that's you? What, like, are there signs of, of an allergic reaction? <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh physically no but mentally maybe so, so for me i started as i got into like these masterminds and again around all this success based content i started to realize how how much most people weren't into that you know like you talk to your old friends from back home about like what books you're reading or like your business you start it's kind of like in one ear and out the other or yeah. you know you try and do do things like you try and kind of like, you know, growing up when you're a kid, everyone says you can do whatever you want, chase your dreams, whatever. 
become an adult and it's almost like that flip-flops like you go out and try and do something big and everyone who's kind of i don't know settled or maybe not happy with what they're doing will try and kind of knock it down yeah right and so it's just not most people are like that's that small majority of the population that kind of they take risks they're very growth focused they you know i think the biggest thing is probably being conscious about creating your own decision or your your own viewpoints and decisions whereas i think so many people fall into kind of like a herd mentality where they kind of follow the crowd and they lose their individuality they lose their ability to kind of think for themselves and that's probably kind of the most clear cut one so people who hear that and they go you know what i always feel like i'm a little different i think different i think for myself um i don't fit in with kind of like the mainstream that's that's kind of who it is so it tends to be a lot of entrepreneurs and um you know kind of those people on the fringes not fringe of society but um you know i think i think that makes sense right yeah no i i he, like uh i think as you as you hear it you you resonate you know so it resonate yeah. would resonate with you the, just kind of know right in person gut, i think yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um hmm. i want to talk about i, I want to talk about the podcast your podcast a little bit before we right at the end as we wrap up so that sure. you know listeners have a great a great place to go um could we talk about fitness and how that how how does that fit in with with the not most people movement but it, from your perspective i mean as the i know like you said you you worked on this concept for for years and yeah. it it consumes now your your day to day how does how does exercise and routine and um even making and finding time for for fitness um connect in with that concept for yeah. you yeah it's, it's huge it's, it's been interesting because it's kind of been that evolution for me whereas i started out in the fitness industry again that's who i was growing up and i was living in a gym basically And so it was really easy for me to stay super fit, super in shape. And then once I kind of jumped out, got into working for myself and found myself sitting at a desk and stuff, and we moved across the country a few years ago and um, just kind of changing surroundings and stuff, I found like all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, I just (laughs) put on some weight. I got to get, I got to like adapt to, uh, you know, regain that healthy lifestyle, but Mm -hmm. without, you know, living in the gym. So creating that environment when it's not naturally there. So, um, so for me, I had to kind of relearn discipline habits. I had to start making time because time was naturally there before. And, um, you know, I, I've could get away with eating whatever I wanted for most of my life. And then, uh, as you know, that's, that kind of changes at a certain point. So I had to, uh, how how do you know that I know? (laughs) uh because anyone i think over 25 knows okay Okay. yeah so uh but anyways yeah so i kind of had to just learn it's like a balancing act right so balance is one of those topics that i've kind of been spending a lot of time thinking about it's i I feel like people are talking about it more and more and it's not like this 50 50 balance ever it's kind of this dynamic like where are you at in your life and what does balance mean for you at that point in time Right. So like back in the day, balance for me, like was spending 80% of my time, like training people or working out. And then now that I'm 
focused on building my business, that's like the primary focus. There's a lot less time for me to, you know, work out and eat right and stuff like that, but you can't let it slide too much. Like you have to have kind of a base level in there. And so it was learning like, okay, how do I, how do I meal prep? How do I optimize my sleep? Um, at what point in the day do I find that break to go and, you know, get off my butt and get active or mm -hmm. go for a walk and stuff like that. And so it was just kind of this natural, like relearning process, um, of how to integrate. And it took a while until I kind of figured it out. Cause I was, I was kind of like all or nothing. Like, I think so many people tend to be that way where it's like, okay, yeah. you, I got like a, a, it's beach season coming up or I got my wedding coming up. Like I'm gonna go super hard and then you drop off or, you know, you you slide or, you know, everyone talked about the COVID-15. And so instead of swinging straight from one side to the other, like most people do, it was like, where, where's that spot that I can maintain, but still make steady progress. That's still going to be like, okay with me for where I'm, where my focus is in my life right now. Yeah, and then yeah. also, um, I believe in like my number one value is freedom and autonomy. And so for me, that's a huge thing because if you are physically unhealthy or if you're dependent or reliant on medications and other things like that, like you're not truly free in my, in my opinion. So I'm like, I don't, I want to be physically like, you know, non-reliant, like to know that I can handle whatever life throws at me and have the energy to kind of pursue these things. Whereas I see so many people, again, we go back to most people. Uh, especially here in America, there's so much, you know, overweight and uh, I think over people over medicated and just all kinds of stuff going the wrong way. And so obviously that's a huge focus, especially, you know, you look at over the past year or two and kind of all the fear around COVID and um, other things like that. And I think fitness now is like more important than ever, especially with inflation hitting and, you know, uh, medical costs are already high and they're only, they're only going higher. Yeah. So, um, I just, for me that it all ties back to having that freedom where it's like, okay, if I'm physically healthy, I, I can do whatever it is that I need to do in other areas. And then also, um, you know, non being non-reliant, like, you know, I've never been on any medications or anything like that. Fingers crossed it stays that way, but, um, you know, yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of what it means for me. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question exactly, but it, you know, I don't, it's probably the same for you on your show, but I, the more answers I get, the more questions I have. So exactly. <laughs> um, yep. I, yeah, I, I totally relate to that. I mean, we, uh, my wife, Amanda and I talk a lot about, you know, we, we feel very fortunate because I think there's definitely, you know, some biology at, at work that, that neither of us are on a prescription of any kind, you know? as we're right. in our, you know, late thirties and early forties, it's like, yeah, there aren't too many, there aren't too many people that can, can say that at our age. So we do, we do right. feel fortunate and we were, you know, do what we can to keep that going. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I want to also recognize you Bradley for, uh, being honest and, and kind of vulnerable about the fact that, Hey, you were, you're a personal trainer helping other people get, health and fitness. And then you've kind of gone through this journey yourself. It's not like for anybody, Oh, now that you know what to do, it all of a sudden is easy. 
like it's right. all you know it's an uphill battle type of a type of a area of in our in our life so i i just want to recognize you for being being so open about that um i think that 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 goes a long way and says a lot about the the role that um that it it needs to have in our life in terms of a priority at all times but sure. i'm i'm curious for you having that perspective of going from being an expert you know others are looking to to try to improve their health and like going through this journey for yourself if somebody is listening and they're like i need to get started like i you know they kind of relate to the kind of the like before picture maybe more than the after picture side of the of the equation what yeah. what advice would you give to someone who's who's trying to get that that momentum going and trying to make positive changes trying to you know they're they're maybe right now they're like most people and they want to be not most people how yep. how do they start like how how does what what advice would you give um well i get first off one book i'd recommend is atomic habits okay james clear um, yeah. yes yeah very popular book i'm sure many people are familiar with it um but that's a great one for understanding that like to create a habit, which habits then lead to a sustainable lifestyle. Um, you need to start with like what's doable, what's manageable. And I think the biggest mistake people make, whether it comes to fitness, whether it comes to business, whether it comes to kind of anything is they jump in head first and they want to go from couch potato to running five miles a day. You know, like it's these, these extremes. Mm -hmm. And I think it's figuring out like, what is manageable for you? Is it Start with like, like I'd rather see someone start with, say, say they've been totally sedentary and uh, haven't been working out or anything. I'd rather see them walk for 10 minutes a day than say, I want to go to the gym for an hour, five days a week. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you can always scale up. I think people forget that they look around and they see, especially like social media culture and they see all these ripped people everywhere. And they're like, oh, I got to get on that level like ASAP. Mm -hmm. And then they go and they do that. And then because you have a finite amount of willpower, I think willpower and discipline are two different things um, that will eventually run out and then you'll find yourself discouraged. And then that kind of like, you know, becomes a self-fulfilling self-defeating kind of cycle that people go through. So I think that's the biggest thing is just start small, start with something that you know, you can do every day, no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's, like if you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym for 90 minutes every day. And then like you're busy one day, you're like, oh, like I'll go tomorrow. No, I'll go tomorrow. Oh, the next day I'll, I'll start again next week. Right. Diet starts Monday. Mm -hmm. um, so, or like, you know, not just on the fitness side, but the diet side, I think it's even more extreme. People try and go from eating these, say they're eating a super high process diet and they're like, okay, I'm only going, I'm going like, keto tomorrow, or I'm going, I'm cutting mm -hmm. out all sugar and I'm only eating green stuff or, you know, whatever it might be, it's this drastic thing. And it's just, you're not going to last, you know, yeah. in some cases, if you have enough leverage, maybe, but generally speaking, like, okay, cut out, cut out just your soda to start, right. Or find like something that, you know, um, that, you know, you can do it. Like, I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but I feel like that's just the biggest, thing that I see and the biggest thing I had to learn because I went from that 
constantly like working out and competing in CrossFit and stuff like that to not doing any of that to, to thinking, you know, oh, I got to go back and go full tilt. And mm-hmm. then I got discouraged when I didn't, or I'd quit at, if I wasn't able to like maintain that all the time. Um, and so I kind of had to learn it the hard way. And so hopefully somebody else won't have to, um, by taking that kind of gradual approach. Yeah. I think, I think being aware of the, that concept is so important. And I, I think back to like something you said earlier too, about balance and how it was a very valuable um, little nugget that I'll keep with me from, from this mm-hmm. conversation is balance. It, it changes based on your circumstances. Like what, you know, what, what works now, just, it doesn't mean you can just leap back to what, what you're doing when you're 25. Um, it, yeah. You have to, you got to kind of feel it out. Right. And, and the best yeah. way to do it is one little piece at a time. And I, I think too, I love scale up later. Like that, that's the way that it works. Build the foundation, scale up later. Yes. Um, yeah. It's much more encouraging than starting and then having to dial back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also, as you were talking to about the, the um, not, not just like going all in and then, you know, falling, you know, falling off track right away or, you know, when it gets tough, you just can't keep it up. So then you just go all the way back. I was like, that that's the way most people do it. Right. It's not that they're, they're just stuck in this like um, lethargy, you know, this state of like inactivity their whole life. Most people understand once in a while, I got to make some changes, but the way they do it is they go all in and then they can't sustain it. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, um, I mean, one thing that's interesting I want to touch on that kind of ties back to that atomic habits is discipline and willpower. And, the way I think about it is like discipline. You, you've probably heard that like discipline is a muscle, right? It can be built, it can get stronger. And then willpower is a little more finite. So I think of it as like willpower is a battery. Like once that battery runs out, right? Like you can resist, um, like say, say you've been eating lots of sugar and you go off it and like you'll resist wanting to have more for a certain amount of time but eventually your willpower runs out. You're tired. You just, because willpower is kind of like going against what feels natural a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so eventually that'll kind of run out. And so that's like a battery, you know, going down to zero, but discipline is using those habits and like repeated behaviors to increase the capacity of your battery. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So, so discipline is something that can be built right we look at like people in the military we look at people who are elite athletes and we say wow look at look at their discipline right look at their self-control but that has to be built you know some people again are probably naturally have a little more than others or whatever based on nature and nurture and all that stuff but um but i think it's this understanding that like you're not just going to willpower yourself to to like going from zero to 60 and maintaining that yeah well I, lo- I love that i love the concepts um what about the podcast could we just talk about that for a few minutes uh i know we we kind of started with that what mm-hmm. what are what are our listeners going to find when they go check out uh your podcast and what what's the best place to find it so what they're going to find is probably a variety of things um, 
because I mean, there's going to be a lot that tends to skew entrepreneurial because that's me. That's my circles mm -hmm. that I'm in and stuff. But, um, but I've had a lot of people on there who, you know, talk fitness. I've had world travelers, you know, people who just kind of live a, not most people type of lifestyle, like an uncommon lifestyle. Um, but the goal really with all of it is to make you think, maybe make change how you think a little or show you a new way to think. And, uh, uncut, like what, whoever's on uncover what they did that was different than most people that led to their success. Hmm. Right. Because if they did the same thing as everyone else, they probably wouldn't be like kind of uh, separate from the crowd in a sense. Yeah. Right. So, um, hopefully every, every episode has some of those nuggets that, you know, or light bulb moments yeah. that make you go, huh, I never thought of it that way, or that's something new I can try. So, awesome. um, yeah, all kinds of different. I, I have probably 80% guest episodes where I bring guests on interview and they're probably about an hour, give or take. And then, uh, you know, every so often I do a shorter solo episode. So um, that's kind of the nice gist of it, I think. And then where you can find it, you can find it anywhere that podcasts are Apple, Spotify, all the other kind of smaller ones too. And uh, not most people.net is kind of the home home base for everything. Not most people, people want to explore more and, and kind of deep dive. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll put a link for sure in the show notes, not most people.net. Most people don't even go to that website, do they? <laughs> no, no. Most people, uh, most people are through social media or yeah. Podcast, whatever, so. Oh, I love it. Cool. I, like I said, I love, I was so attracted to that, um, that concept and that movement um, as I was reading your, your bio and a little bit about your background, I'm like, oh, this is going to be, it'll be a fun conversation. And it was. So Bradley Roth, thank you so much for being here on the show with us. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having me. Had a great time. If you would like to follow Bradley Roth's work, you can do so at notmostpeople.net or check out his podcast, the Not Most People podcast. And I'll have links in the show notes for you as well to get to those resources. You know, I want to just touch briefly on one of those things that I asked you to listen for at the beginning, and that was around our reason for starting small. And we talked about that so many times on the podcast. I loved one of the things that he said there about the conversation around atomic habits and, and beginning small was the reason we do it is so that we can scale up later. So many of us are out there preaching tiny habits, small steps, small, small, small. And sometimes we think, oh, this journey is going to take so long because I'm just taking these little tiny steps along the way. But the reality is that progress increases, momentum increases, right? Just like a snowball rolling down a hill. We are able to scale up very quickly when we have a very solid foundation in tiny, small habits, in systems in our life that support our progress when it comes to health and fitness and anything else that you want to achieve. So with that in mind... I've asked you this many episodes now, wherever you are at now, what might be one of the smallest steps 
that you would commit to taking in order to keep moving forward? What might be one of the smallest steps that you can take right now that's going to just help you move in that direction, realizing that you are going to be able to scale up after you get that step completed? It's an awesome process. It's a rewarding process, and it makes you not like most people, right? When we look around, not a lot of people are doing that kind of stuck in the same cycles, the ones that we talked about in the interview. So if you're going to break out of it, you absolutely can, but you have to do it one small step at a time. Just take one step today. So again, my question is, what is it for you? Do you have it? Do you know what it is? How are you going to do it? How can you put it into action today in order to keep moving forward? Of course, having support is helpful right? When we're not like most people, we can feel alone. When we feel alone, we can feel scared and confused. And if we feel scared and confused for very long, we are going to quit. It's plain and simple. And having support is one of the things that helps. So I would recommend just find some resources. You know, Bradley mentioned a great book that can support you, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Check it out if you haven't. That is one of the books that I hear about again and again and again in the circles um, that I aspire to be part of, (laughs) the people that um, are preaching the message that really benefits me. They talk about that book all the time. I've read it twice now, and the first time was, was years ago. Come along with us. Check that book out. Connect with others who are going to support you with the message that they're sharing or get a coach, get someone who can support you in the exact area that you want to improve. I want to thank you so much for your time and your attention as always. This is such a great honor for me. I think it's it's very difficult unless someone is able to have, you know, a blog or a podcast that has people that are listening regularly the way that you listen to this podcast. It's very hard to um, communicate the the feeling, the joy that that comes from producing something that other people enjoy and that can benefit them. Such a great honor, and it's it's an honor for me to to be able to share that with you. So I want to thank you so much for allowing me to do that and for your support. And to just remind you, as I do so often, that one of the best ways that you could support me and support the work that that I do here on the Begin Within podcast is to rate and review the show in your podcast player. That's the best thank you that you can give me. And if you've already done that, then please share the show with someone that you know would benefit. Maybe someone on your team at work, maybe a friend or a family member, someone you know who recently told you, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna do this weight loss thing, this fitness thing, this personal improvement thing, whatever it is, share the, the podcast with them so that they can benefit from it. Once again, I thank you, and I will talk to you next time here on the Begin Within podcast.